0: All right. Ugh. I'm going to delete this part. <laughs> what? It's like every day I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go ahead and start, but then I'm just like, oh, you can start whenever nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not going to delete it. It's just going to be like, uh, what the fuck is going on? Why is it silent? (laughs) Because I don't know what to say. Okay, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Okay, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Haliloquy Podcast where we step out and talk about sexuality. This is your host, Vernon T. Scott, or Dr. Vernon T. Scott, Douglas, uh, also known <laughs> as Slater Jackson, or for you other hoes, Sebastian's Adams, pay me. Um <laughs> today I have my boy Hakeem. How you doing today?
1: I'm all right, chilling, killing You know how it goes, but <sighs> out here living life being being glorious and all that shit peace I peace bet James. being
0: glorious be glorious and gorgeous i'm here for it <laughs> <laughs> so uh for those who have not seen the previous episode go back and listen to that before you listen to this one so you can have context i'm joking you can just do this whenever um yeah. uh hakeem do you mind just introducing yourself letting everybody know who you are once more Sure.
1: Uh my name's Hakeem. I am a young African American male. Um, I am also a certified, well, a nationally certified counselor. Uh currently working on my APC. Uh it's in the works. The board has to just license me, get on that board um in the state of Georgia. Um yeah, I'm also in an Aries and mental health is my game, baby.
0: So for those, I probably should have asked this the last uh, episode, Uh, for those who do not know what an APC is, what is that?
1: Oh, yeah. So APC stands for Applied Professional Counselor. It's different from an LPC and an LSW. Um, So an LPC is a Licensed Professional Counselor, and a LSW or LMF, no, LSW is a Licensed Clinical Social Worker, LCSW, my bad. Mm -hmm. Um social workers please don't come from my head because i know y'all got ops like for,
0: <laughs> that they got um, ops <laughs> they do have ops they have ops all in congress <laughs> that's <laughs> so what does uh because you know when you go into the mental health fields there's levels to this shit and the levels oh my god ridiculous. so many levels Oh my God, so many fucking levels. Yeah, it's so hard to become a therapist, but you know, you can easily become a cop to shoot people. And you know, <laughs> mm. shade <laughs> was meant there. Uh, what exactly uh, do you do <laughs> as an APC?
1: As an aspiring APC. Um, so essentially, what I do now <clears throat> is I do uh, intakes for a community, a community mental health organization. Um, I can do intakes for anybody. Um, because I'm well-versed in diagnostics uh, or diagnosing people, uh, for those of you who do not speak that. Um, so essentially, I can diagnose you with like a, a disorder from the DSMV, which is the Diagnostic Statistical Manual. I'm good at reading that. Um, so yeah, and also I kind of do little quick slap a bandaid on it counseling um, or like life coaching kind of sort of, depending on the situation. Once I get my APC, I do plan on kind of branching outward and expanding my skill set. I want to kind of like work with people who have um, (laughs) not, not like, not issues, but who are struggling with their sexual identity, um, if you will. Um, People who are uh, younger because. Youth really have really struggle with identifying their own sexuality, um, coping with the you know, not being the normal quote unquote, um, you know, male or
0: female, that gender binary and stuff. So, yeah, sounds like noble work, very noble work. I'm here for it. So, Mm. which is very interesting that that is the path that you're looking to go into, um, because today's episode is all about gender. So, (laughs) look look at that. So, I actually want to start the conversation off by talking about gender roles. Oh shit. So, what is your take on gender roles? Uh, and if you don't mind, uh, do you mm-hmm. mind defining them, or should I do that? Because, you know, I'm just going to do something ghetto.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I much prefer the ghetto explanation, because I'm just going to come, come in and, like, fuck all that shit up with, like, a whole
0: eloquent, co- scholastic... <laughs> Okay. Um, so I'm going to do the ghetto and then you do the professional. Let's do that way. <laughs> all, right. all right. So essentially what ghetto, or oh not ghetto, what, <laughs> what ghetto? is, you are a man, therefore you need to do certain things. You need to be the provider. You need to be the one that um, protects the family. You own shit. You are the man of the house. Everyone should respect you and everybody else is silent. Meanwhile, the female is expected to be the passive person in the household, be the one that takes care of the family, uh, cater towards every all the emotional needs. Meanwhile, let's let me go ahead and say the, the man does not have the opportunity to be emotional. One of the flaws there. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's the gist of it. Everything that the man is not, the woman is supposed to be. Um, and also the woman has no power. So that's just the Cliff Notes standard version mm-hmm. of that. It's professional.
1: Right. Um, so the quote unquote professional side of it is basically uh from a, a man's perspective or not man's perspective, but a man's role in society is based on being the provider uh due to the way it was in hunter-gatherer times, that kind of thing. And also uh the way that society is structured. Um, so in certain societies, men aren't seen as the majority, they're just seen as like the minority um and let's see what else men are also expected to be what breadwinners mm-hmm. like you know that kind of thing uh again another carryover from hunter-gatherer times men are expected to be strong they're expected to be uh not emotional uh, like you said which is also a byproduct of our society um because most our society is mostly male-driven um and The woman is expected to be the nurturer, um, expected to carry the the entire load of the household while the man goes out to do his manly duties. That kind of thing. Again, another carryover from hunter-gatherer times, because back in those days, women were very, very fragile because, again, they had medical issues that they could not solve with, you know, the technology at the time. So, yeah, Mm. I hope that makes sense. It does
0: make sense. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, I know in today's society, there are, uh, you know, there's my favorite thing, toxic masculinity, uh, Ooh, and <laughs> how, how huh? my
1: favorite subject.
0: Oh, okay. Then, uh, and how that portrays itself in a lot of things that we uh, have to deal with, but I want to start this conversation by discussing the aspect of not being able to be emotional. Well, for men. And how that impacts mm-hmm. us uh, most definitely in terms of uh, men's mental health um versus mm-hmm. women's mental health and mm-hmm. what what comments do you have about that
1: um so as far as toxic masculinity is concerned my favorite subject future is the prime example <laughs> of toxic masculinity
0: <laughs> it is
1: because here you have uh uh how do you say it? like a man, right, an mm-hmm. African-American man who has all the tools to be the top, I guess, top dog, quote unquote, um, to provide for a woman, multiple women, in fact, and to ensure that his genetic lineage is continued on. Right. He's got virility. He's got um, the good looks. He looks physically fit um, and in our society, our modern society he has the capital to do to the capital to do so like back way 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 back in the day um if you had land you in there like <laughs> no if ands or buts about it you had slaves you in there like it's just how it was if you got the capital for it women gonna flock it's just how it is um if you look good women gonna flock this is how it is um but yeah that's pretty much all i can say about toxic masculinity and then oh yeah the non-emotional part the emotional part is reserved specifically for women because emotions
0: cloud judgment quote unquote Mm, very true and that just forces a lot of men to just continue to bottle a lot of things down deep 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 down into themselves and Mm -hmm. it sucks that that becomes a standard within our society because now here we are in situations in uh, our economy right now or even globally right now where we had one four years of trump who is the epitome uh, of toxic masculinity and red yeah. culture and a lot of other shit <laughs> like the mm-hmm. men is just toxic narcissism like i'm not going down that <laughs> i'm not going down that rabbit hole somebody's oh, already um tweaked right now and i don't want i don't know y'all do y'all <laughs> oh, shit, he said tweaked <laughs> look because it, when you say the, the man's name they, they it, it strikes a nerve they're triggered i don't I, I don't got the time to be dealing with that now. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. but like you because we're uh, a lot of men are not able to express themselves emotionally even within their own relationships So because if a man decides to open up they are hit with the why you been such a bitch why you why you mm-hmm. acting like a little girl?" why are you being mm-hmm. such a baby and all this other stuff belittling that individual just for wanting to feel something that is just regular and human and mm-hmm. um, um toxic masculinity it exists both within um men it, it, women trans yep. individual gender non-binary it just exists it's within our culture it is what mm-hmm. a lot of us have been raised to believe
1: and i'll also say this um toxic masculinity doesn't have to be like a hyper masculine thing right um so for women you know and this is just what i've seen anecdotally right mm-hmm. um for women toxic to- toxic masculinity is coming home and seeing your man like not doing anything and then like getting on to him because he's not doing anything toxic mm-hmm. masculinity for women is seeing your man like cry during like some sort of like real tearful moment and then call and then like making fun of him or like calling him out like why are you crying like the fuck that's weird
0: the holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression when it comes to sexual expression we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually for those who have not learned this by now the stuff you see in porn is not real Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation.
1: Toxic masculinity for women is seeing your man like cry during like some sort of like real tearful moment and then call and then like making fun of him or like calling him out like why are you crying like the fuck that's weird or him really like saying I don't want to do this shit anymore like okay, like going to work that, at a job that he's burnt out in saying like, I don't want to do, he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And she's like, what?
0: You can't do that. You can't just quit. That's toxic. <laughs> I agree. Extremely toxic. And um, this might hurt some people, Um, but this is just being truthful. I do have a problem with uh, the fact that, you know, there's uh, uh, the expectation for men to, you know, be out there in a the workforce and then when they are out in the workforce and the... Woman uh, within that relationship, and this is just going on heteronormativity. So nobody take offense. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The woman in that situation is upset when he is when he like you said when he gets to that point where he is extremely burned out, and they do lash out or they pretty much make themselves less than who they are in that relationship to justify his uh, him being out there most definitely if there's no children involved in that relationship it's like you want this person to go out there burn themselves out sell their soul for this person and you're not even willing to provide an emotional barrier for them to be anything to you or even Cook, make sure that there's uh, food on the table for that person or rub Mm -hmm. their feet when they get home. Treat them like, you know, the king of the house. You're Mm -hmm. not willing to do any of that, but you respect for them to give you the world. Why the fuck are you in that relationship? Why the fuck are you here other than existing? Mm
1: hmm. Like I tell I, I tell people this all the time when they like, King, why are you like not with a girl or whatever? And I'm just like, because like there's no girl on like that I've met in my walk of life that I'm like, I would wage a thousand wars for you and I would die for you. There's never been like anyone that makes me, you know, want to go that far there have been a couple like times where i'm just like you know what i would do stuff that i would normally not do like i'm real i'm a real sickler with my money like i don't spend money for nothing i have spent money in the past (laughs) for somebody yeah but i would never like to get to that point is when i know like this person is my everything
0: that's real like, um, and for those who might just be like, oh, these niggas are only talk about money. It's not about the money. Uh, it's about more than just money. It is about balance within relationships. So th- this conversation is coming from two Black men who are healed, <laughs> in a sense, who are um, not focused on what society tells us is what a man has to be. But looking outside mm-hmm. of that, of what what role we play in our own lives and what role we can play in other individuals' lives. So um, mm-hmm. there's a point where a lot of people have to step back and think about outside of what I've been told all my life, what is it that I want in the relationships that I'm in? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Am I feeling validated? Am I feeling valued? Am I ensuring that the person I'm spending time with values me as much as I value them? Like ask yourself some real questions about the relationships that you're in. Or are you just so fixated on what other people think about you, think about your relationship? Or are you just fixated on living someone else's life? Right.
1: And like I'll I'll be the first one to admit, like, you know, I'm we may sound like real woke people like we above all that and all that kind of stuff but we have our struggles too like I know I have my struggles I sometimes I get wrapped up in the glitz and glamour of like oh this girl's got a nice waist and like oh like I can do this with my money for her and all this other kind of stuff and like oh well she's real expensive can't touch that (laughs) like I (laughs) like I've gotten to that point before but it takes a it takes a real person like a real human being to go like okay you know this person is more than that this person is more than an object for sex this person is more than um how many followers they have this person is more than um you know someone i can just look at and just like
0: in you know look Mm. at as an object basically right and i think that's why there was like a huge number of divorces that happened during uh the pandemic is because people had to sit with themselves and sit with their spouse that they they married just to realize that the person that they're with is not who they really wanted to be with because what Mm -hmm. what what did you get into that relationship uh for is it because they were super cute and showed you attention and you both wanted to be that star couple that um like jay-z and beyonce essentially and uh, even jay-z cheated on fucking beyonce like (laughs) <laughs> these niggas ain't loyal not at all and even with that situation like what first and foremost beyonce can do a lot better but she's happy with who she's with i guess they work with that and it's like if you want to be a beyonce and jay-z are you willing to put in the actual work to make that happen are you willing to go to Cup post counseling are you willing to forgive infidelity or or not it's if you are that's cool if you're not that's cool as well that's just something that you have to decide for yourself so like there's just so much shit so much fucking shit
1: right and it's up to you to sift through all that shit like on the real
0: so um a a question that i've always been bothered by um is what what do you bring to the table so for you if someone were to ask that question what would you say so
1: if somebody asked me what i bring to the table um i would say a listening ear and i mean like really fucking listening because there's some people who say they listen and they don't listen with, worth a good goddamn <laughs> um so a listening ear a place of safety and just somebody that would will be willing to like really do everything within reason because i will not kill anybody for anybody else like this is mm. weird Right. Um. But do anything for the other person to ensure that they are secure, they're safe. Um. And just like you know, really able to thrive. Like I've noticed this about myself with uh other people and partners. Like I'm your biggest cheerleader. I'll tell you like you know, hey, you're doing great in this. I'm proud of you. Like uh, words of affirmation. I give those often. Um. You know, I'll tell you. I'll call you out on your shit. I'll be like, hey, listen. Like I don't like the way that this is happening. Or you know, you really should be doing this because it'll lead to better things. Like, I'll be that voice of reason. Um, and then there's a whole like piece of like financials. Like, I'm not the most financial financially stable person. Like, I'll be the first to admit I'm a little reckless with my money. But at the same time, when push comes to shove, it's gonna get done. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Amen so, to that. Uh, what about I, you, Vern? Well, I I want to say one thing. Sure. Uh, i'm quite sure somebody just slid into dms after hearing all of that because he's just like you do what <laughs> <laughs> do you ask to zaddy or daddy <laughs> or uh, day <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> i identify as your man that's that's what i asked you
1: to yeah should i rub up on you, <laughs> you <know, laughs>
0: matter look he delivers booty rubs ladies he does he I, I do <laughs> i, I love
1: I love I'm a I love me a I love me a good ass. I'm an ass kind of sort.
0: So for me, now it depends on how I'm asked. And if this is uh, someone who's genuinely asking me what do I bring to a table, similar to what you said, I do bring so I'm a consent forward person. So I'm never going to ask you anything that you're not uncomfortable with answering. And I will always ask for your clarification before even getting that answer. So I will mm-hmm. ask you if it's OK for me to do this, if it's OK for me to do that, because I want everyone within the relationship to be comfortable. I do bring that listening ear. I do bring uh exploration as well. I do bring new experiences. I also bring a very high sex drive. I'm just going to put that out there because I need that within a partner. I also bring some type of stability. Granted, yeah, my finances are not the best right now, but there's always time to make that grow. Um, now, for any individual who's uh, asking that in like a snarky way, my answer will always be, I actually bring the table. I brought the table the <laughs> refrigerator the t- uh, table plates and everything with that and the foundation of the house so i'm asking mm. you why are you at my door asking me what can i bring to your table when i already have it have it myself
1: mm. i like that i like that
0: <laughs> see
1: if somebody ever asked me in a snarky way, i'm like do you want it built or like do you want it in cedar wood do you want it like in rosewood like what you would you want filigree on it <laughs> like, right i can get I- real fancy with a table
0: motherfuckers out here building their own tables like (laughs) i don't sit at everybody's table because guess what i feed myself i can can do this (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you're you're asking me to donate at this point i can give you a table (laughs) like shit i got
1: you know though you know those like long ass tables they used to have like way back in the day that were like miles long and they sit like 30 people Mm -hmm. that's my table like that's my (laughs) table i'm all the way at the end and like some sort of weird like filigree chair and shit like i'm trying to hear what you're trying to say
0: like right oh see you can't you cannot fuck around with those fuck arounds with people who know who they are and think you're going to be gucci you're not like no if you are fooling around with people who are forever um providing less accepting less and you come across somebody who expect more you're always going to mm-hmm. be scared you're go. you're not going to know what to do with yourself don't right. step up to someone real if you can't handle real
1: mm-hmm. and i will say this like dudes out there listen and the young dudes out there like you know people who are like 18 just finding themselves and shit women women have this thing where they want to build a dude right i don't know why they just do it's the nurturer in them i guess mm-hmm. like Women constantly want to build something up and say, like, that's mine. I built that up. I was I was on the ground floor of it. That doesn't mean that you have to have a thousand dollars in your bank account or coming in on the daily. It just means you have to have enough, like either financial security, uh, uh, personal security uh, or spiritual security, whatever kind of security you have about yourself and amplify it let her know that you do have the potential because women's main complaint is getting with the dude and finding out that he has no sort of drive or security about himself Mm. yeah that's my
0: complaint about women too so fall fall in love with potential it's a thing it's a thing and i do want to add because you did mention the building someone up um for those who do enjoy i understand why you do that sometimes it comes from a place of hurt sometimes it's just because you are a nurturer but make sure if you're going to be one of those people who's dedicating your time to building someone up that you already built yourself up because when Mm -hmm. you put so much time on yourself making someone else better and you, you lose yourself what are you left with
1: right and i'll say this from like a counseling perspective too like counselors we have trouble with that right um because and that's where countertransference comes into play. So countertransference, for those who are kind of new to the lingo, um, is when you take on the other person's shit, essentially. You become their father, their mother, their uh, cousin, their whatever, and you internalize it. And then they be- the, in turn, the person becomes your father, your mother, your whatever, and because they touch that landmine. Like I me personally, I have a thing where if in day even in dating, like countertransference can happen. Like you can see your mom and your your significant other, you can see your dad and your significant other, and you respond to them accordingly, um, within the same lines, parallel lines. Um, like if somebody's little like a yeller or something like that, and you grew up in a household where there's nothing but yelling you yourself will either try to like shut down or join in on that like, yelling and nothing gets resolved depending on how like, you know your response style. So yeah I just say all that say that.
0: Mm-hmm. Real shit, real shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that this went to a, a, a lot deeper level than I thought it would be. And we started this talking about gender and how did we end up here? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
1: hey we're talking about mental health so you know Look,
0: it's it's some real shit. Every time you like there's so many of us who do not take mental health seriously. And by the way, everybody who might not know this, there <laughs> might as well go ahead and plug that for um the future. There is going to be a mental health episode um between myself and Hakeem um about mental health and relationships. Y'all get that when you get that. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but like that's that is some real shit. We do not um Focus on mental health uh, at all when it comes to relationships. We uh, like even when it comes to what we are told when it comes to romance. How you supposed to give your all? Like a lot of people don't understand that the our definition of romance is codependency, and codependency is just Mm -hmm. unhealthy. Yep, it's that Korean topanga love. That shit ain't realistic. not at all it it was cute for a tv show it was great like even when you think about romeo and Juliet, oh that's so cute we should (laughs) not be modeling our lives our adult as lives off of two 15 year olds who committed suicide because they they loved each other so much after meeting each other for one day hell no it ain't good it It ain't ain't good good. Do you watch love is blind I, see
1: here's the thing my mom was watching it and then like my uh, brother's girl was watching it and they were like oh it's so great it's amazing
0: and i'm just like yo i don't trust any of this <laughs> Look, you gotta watch it like <laughs> thinking about fucking um what's their name uh romeo and juliet that reminded me of love is blind which mm-hmm. i do recommend you should go watch it it's okay. y'all niggas are not sponsoring this fucking show you should hand a nigga a check that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> free plug <laughs> right now but um uh, <laughs> but it's a really good show um mm-hmm. i definitely wa- recommend watching it because uh from the mental health aspect you will get triggered that's all i'm going to say on that uh, huh no so oh so like way back in the day there was like this
1: show where this lady was going around this black woman like black lady was going around not licensed by the way giving people relationship counseling and i was just
0: like you can't do that that's that's illegal (laughs) (laughs) i'm so done (laughs) i'm done and that that even there's so much toxic that's like dr phil this man doesn't even have a, a a counseling degree he doesn't even have a actual doctor. He, all his doctors are honorary, yet we have wow. a, a show where... Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. As far as what? I know, they're all honorary. But that, the last time I checked that, that was like in 2014, so...
1: So, so you telling me Shaq can come on the show and be like, yeah, in my doctor's opinion, I think uh, you should make up. He earned his. Did he? I thought he got it honorary.
0: Oh, he got an honorary?
1: I think he got an honorary. Oh,
0: Lord. Yep, he can. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving everybody doctorates these days, even within traditional um, schools, which is uh, to say a lot. There's 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 a section of people who you know this from your own program. There are people who just coast on through easily and then you have the ones who are actually doing the shit because, you know, your work is looked over three times over to make sure it's proper.
1: Right. I mean, here's the thing, Vern. I ain't gonna lie. I'm one of those people that coast, but here's the
0: thing. I'm new, I'm true Lucky to it. People are bitch. new. Look. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't don't tell your <laughs> mama said that. Please don't tell her I said that. I love her so much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but those of y'all who don't know, Vern uh knows my mom, and my mom always be asking about Vern.
0: <laughs> she is not a bitch. I love her too much. You are though.
1: I know, <laughs> right? Her. but um no like i'm i am one of those people who kind of like i didn't coast through it by any means like undergrad was not a coast that shit was was a fucking struggle i was depressed (laughs) 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 but like graduate school was pretty much a breeze because i put that work in early on um but i've always been like true to the psychology game like i even when i was younger and stuff like i was always that level-headed person i was always that place of solace that people can come to and ask for advice i just decided to capitalize off of it
0: oh then that is a fucking word and that's the reason why i have my coaching business now because i ain't giving no more free advice to nobody <laughs> no especially, especially when they don't listen to it like jesus sir i'm triggered on that one. Oh my god <laughs> I, I immediately thought of three people. <laughs> shit.
1: Well, you got three. I got at least goddamn 15. Like,
0: God. you know, I work
1: <laughs> in community mental health. So like, come on, bro.
0: Come on. Like some people, because, you know, you can't put your hands on other people. But sometimes I just want someone to just sign a consent waiver saying that I can slap the shit out of you. That's all I want. <laughs> Please mm-hmm. sign that. So when you fuck up and go back to this triggered you know something that's um this is not one of those people because i understand her situation um I but i don't think i ever told anybody this but i handled a domestic violence uh act of domestic violence situation um and i just got out of my car and walked into the shit whoa <laughs> by accident hey. Here, yo let
1: me tell you something the first time that i met my family in like my my dad's side of the family in alabama it was a whole domestic violence situation i was like mind you i'm a very sheltered person like i, I was born in california uh i moved to alabama with my dad and we were there like you know it was me and him for the first like couple years or not a couple years but like two years or something like that mm. right so i'm very sheltered I like if somebody told me the sky was blue or not blue, but purple or some shit like that. I'd be like, huh, maybe the sky is purple because I'm a kid. (laughs) So when you introduce new people to me, like even to this day, if you say your name is like Jimmy John, I'd be like, oh, that's Jimmy John over there. You know, that that man's name is actually named Steve. I'm like, no, that's Jimmy John. So that all that saying all that to say this, when I first met my cousins, it was a whole fucking domestic dispute. Knives were there. People were yelling. My dad ran into the house to prevent somebody from stabbing somebody else. I was like, "What
0: the fuck is this? I'm scared for my life." Try that sounds like the space table when I was young. <laughs> Damn, not space. Look, my look to to be where I'm at <laughs> from what I've been through. It's a testament to life. That's all I can say. <laughs> mm the space table was real that's also why i'm disrespectful on the space table i'm not going to cut a nigga <clears throat> I'm not going to have a, well i'm going to cut a nigga you know with the space that's the only kind of cuts that happen on the table but i'm not right. going to have a knife but your feelings might get hurt and I, I don't i don't care you decided to you consented to whatever the fuck i'm going to say when you came to this fucking table Mm-hmm. I, I almost had a grown man crying like two years ago, and that shit, mm-hmm. I, I love it. <laughs> oh, I yes, love give it. Give me them tears. <laughs> Feed me those nigga tears. <laughs> <laughs> not nigga tears. <laughs> oh my god, that's the toxic side of me, people. Um, do not get on the space tables if you don't want to cry, because if I'm sure. if I, I can lose. I'm very professional when I lose, but when mm. I'm dragging the dog shit out of you on the table, <laughs> just know your feelings will be getting hurt. <laughs> damn. Most definitely, you think you're about to win and then say no. Mm. Sat that ass. I'm oh, sorry. <clears throat> but <laughs> back, I to topics huh? <laughs> back to the topic at hand. Huh? Back to the topic at hand. Right? I'm supposed to be the one that keeps this damn thing in control. <laughs> <laughs> anyways so anything else that you would like to talk about um no i'm good perfect so that sounds like a little bit of never have i you know i kind of want to do would you rather Mm -hmm. and if you're into it do a couple sex questions sure all right and here we go so would you rather uh never have a uh, uh, i could do that hold up i didn't read the full thing um would you rather never have another orgasm for the rest of your life or have a perpetual orgasm that never stops
1: Mm. bro that's the the second one sounds like hell right yeah that sounds terrible because like you know when when i'm orgasming this was like a a whole situation like i lock up and shit like
0: (laughs) (laughs) damn (laughs) No, um, stop trying to make me go into my coach zone. I'm gonna come back to that. I'm gonna come I, back to that. All right. see what you were um, saying.
1: <laughs> I would. I would rather uh, never have another orgasm in my life. Like I'm cool with being an energizer bunny. Like, but...
0: see, that's that's a very reasonable answer because I think I would go that route too. Because um, a never-ending orgasm, I know for someone who's never had one, they would think that is great, mm-hmm. but no, it's not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You will get tired of it. You will want it to stop. Um <clears throat> mm-mm, mm-mm. and I feel like you'd be easily manipulated in that point too, because orgasms do do something to your brain now. Um, yep. it's, whole it's dopamine dopamine Amen. effect, baby. Mm-hmm. So you say you lock up when you orgasm.
1: Well, it's not more, it's not like lock up, it's more along the
0: lines of just like you know, your body just you know kind of like, comes together, yeah. It's kind of like uh, like the,
1: the rolling effect, that kind of so, thing. So
0: similar thing happens to me um mm-hmm. have you ever tried to keep your body as relaxed as much as you can during that process
1: i have not i need to try
0: that try that shit try that shit i there was uh one night i was like you know what Cause I, I'm the type of person who can um, like come like multiple times, and mm-hmm. like for me, the first nut does not mean you got your job done. That just means okay, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you can, can get that second one out, you did some shit that moved you from mm. mediocre to acceptable. You might get a call back. <laughs> mm.
1: okay. You're okay. auditioning
0: at this point, but yeah. like, so this is one of those nights I was on number four. Mm-hmm. So I was like. Let me try because by that time I know it's going to be a full body, so Mm -hmm. let me fight that urge to clinch up. And when Mm -hmm. I felt it coming on, I was like, Stay relaxed, stay relaxed, stay relaxed, stay in the moment, stay in the moment. And oh my god, I shook a little bit, it Mm -hmm. was worth it. (laughs) It was definitely worth it. Okay, I see you
1: out here. Okay. I'm Look, give it a
0: try. Give it a try. Now, a try. let's go to the first sex question we have over here. These are these are my uh, rated X. They're not triple X. Triple X is all the way in the back. Um, oh, you know what? Let's see. I want to read one of those in this call because I, I haven't gotten to that part yet. But sure. let's okay. see. This is um, just one X. What sort of a flirt are you? How would you describe your swag?
1: Interesting. Um, I am. Ooh, that's kind of div- It's kind of hard, actually, because like when I talk like I'm a talk like, OK, so if anyone out there listens to music like I listen to music, which is a lot. If you've ever heard Andre 3000 like rap, like how he just talks and it just flows. That's how I am with flirting. Like I'll talk to you and have a whole conversation with you. But meanwhile, I'm steadily flirting with you. Like mm. I'm trying to get you, like I'm getting you to a point where. It starts to lead into like either a sexual zone or a zone where you feel like real comfortable and safe. Just let me know some some like deep shit. And once I got some that deep shit, are we in that sexual zone? Depending on how I'm feeling, I got you. Like like that's it. (laughs) It's a wrap after that.
0: Like I support. Um, (laughs) I can't flirt, so I I I can't even answer that. Like my swag is non-existent. (laughs) Come on, Vern. I'm a basic hoe. Like. Every time I try to flirt, I just feel like I sound creepy. So I just feel like, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. I can help other people flirt, but I can't flirt myself.
1: What? I mm-hmm. mean, now it's my turn to coach you. So Ooh. when you're flirting, right, have you ever tried just like, you know, picking out something that you like about the person and then mm-hmm. amplifying that? Just saying like, I really like this person's eyes. Let me well, talk about this person's eyes.
0: So I will say, I, 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 I know I'm like a chemistry person. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think my flirting gets better as uh, more I know someone because um you know someone that I'm talking to <clears throat> uh, a couple of days ago, well, we got to the point where I know that they have a hand fetish and I, now I know I can send hand pictures and turn them on so wow that that is very interesting to me but um <clears throat> and yes, I do be sending hand pictures but um uh, I literally, sent this message a couple days ago. Like, so how does a person submit a Bay application? What are the benefits? I'm willing to apply for the future hubby position if it's open. Like, is that is that acceptable?
1: Yes. That's, th- damn, that's grade A flirting right there. Oh, look at me. <laughs> See? You over here doing A++ work, think you doing D
0: work. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Well, look, we the way that we are now... We shall see how this develops. I'm I'm intrigued. See,
1: if I if I was me back in undergrad, boy,
0: I would not get anything done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, the free time back then. All right. This is a message to current college students. Here's a life hack for you. This is I used to be in student success, so um I know what the fuck I'm talking about. When you get to the college campus and you are out here trying to have fun, get all of your work done early. Get two weeks ahead of time, because when Mm -hmm. you are ahead of schedule, the amount of free time you have to do whatever the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. That was me my freshman year when I partied every single Saturday. Sophomore year, I listened to other people who was just like, you know, you can wait till last minute and do shit. And I did that. You know, procrastination is is a hell of a drug, and it's hard to get off of that shit. Mm-hmm. Then senior year, I thought I cut back some hours, and I could have graduated early, honestly, but cut back mm-hmm. on some hours, got shit done early. Oh, Nico was out here relaxing. You mm-hmm. find him on the quad, laying somewhere, just chilling. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and hoeing. Mm. Uh-huh.
1: Well, I will say this to the people out there who are uh, in undergrad and uh, are commuters and shit like that listen bro take some time spend some time on campus link up with a couple friends have a beer chill the fuck out man like shit don't drink and drive of course but just chill the fuck out
0: amen amen so this is a proposition let me stop this is another sex question and <laughs> right. once you hear, you're going to understand why i say it's a proposition Hi. <laughs> right. i literally pulled this from the back of it oh that's even funnier um uh, <laughs> i'm sorry i'm laughing at myself i'm dumb as hell y'all i'm sorry all right so the question is have you ever had anal sex if not would you want to
1: uh mm,
0: like giving or receiving no it just says anal sex in general oh
1: okay um i have not and i would so there's two parts to that answer i have not given someone uh anal sex and i would like to give it um i have not experienced anal sex or you know what is it taking yeah i've not mm-hmm. taken yeah i've not been pegged before so i would be willing to try that but that part is reserved for like way down the line when i'm like married or some shit like that because the way women set up these days i'm like yeah i fucked him in his ass girl like i'm like whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> 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 fucked
0: him <I'm> hard like,
1: <laughs> right i'm like had it had his toes curling i'm like hey, hey hey, hey man chill out <laughs>
0: don't don't be telling Vanessa that shit <laughs> I'm done um for myself definitely um, <laughs> um both actually but um mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. would say I have not been pegged but I had the opportunity to be pegged while in making, and I let that mm. slip I let it slip and old girl was fine as hell too you know <laughs> i think it was a little bit of insecurity at that point also not Mm -hmm. um you know staying on campus and because this was back in those days too and not Mm -hmm. feeling as though i will be able to perform the way she wants me to perform so i was like right i was you know coasting on the yeah i want to but i don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, i should have done it Mm. see
1: it's one of those things where it's like you know when you, like the part you said about not performing the way that she wants me to perform, you doing it for you. Right. Gotta remember that. you doing right. it for she's She's there. You're helping her
0: get to where she wants to go, but it's primarily for you. She's riding your boat. Facts. And on that note, if there is a beautiful trans daddy out there who's just trying to, you know, <clears throat> slide in these DMs, I understand that I already mentioned that I am talking to someone, but, you know, we can get this trouble shit started off right. So Whoa. feel free to let me know <laughs> how you're feeling and <laughs> we can go from there. Most definitely feel like your men thick. Okay? So, um,
1: huh? Oh, I said thick. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> I ain't, do I have my socials? What are my socials? I don't even know my damn socials. That's how much I uh, pay attention to it. So, night Owl King, like, if you're just trying to slide in some DMs, you got a nice ass. Um, hit, hit my line, bang my line, girl.
0: Like he said, <laughs> if you want booty rubs, professional booty rubs for for the free ski, and you are in the Warner Robins making area, he might even mm-hmm. travel, depending on how firm and how soft and how beautiful that booty is looking. He's here and ready to rub. <laughs> <laughs> I got oil. oh what kind of oil
1: um well i got a lavender oil sir
0: so um i've just been putting a lot of people on this shit so this is some Mm um i'm a fan of butterscotch but i don't know if they they do have Mm -hmm. other flavors well scents as well but the butterscotch Mm -hmm. one just it does something to me but the um Mm -hmm. you should try the butterscotch massage oil since um i'm not gonna, gonna get paid for this one I'm just gonna, just gonna put that in the camera so you can see that
1: oh okay nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yes yeah I, I <clears throat> but yeah definitely try some of that i like it i even um kind of mm-hmm. mix some of that into some lotion to rub that on sometimes you know okay. it'd be nice. smelling good that's uh so that's a, a little trick for some people uh if you have a certain scent that you like and that scent also comes in a body uh a body oil uh, mm-hmm. Or massage oil, mix that into some unscented lotion or even uh, cocoa butter. You might need to put some kind of uh, thickening in there. You can use baby powder or whatever the case may be. And there you go. Mm-hmm. It makes it a little bit thicker.
1: Gotcha. Hmm.
0: But yeah, and then you can smell like that all day. Or just put the oil on your body. It doesn't matter. Just feel mm-hmm. good, feel sexy. But uh, <laughs> oh, also,
1: so that brings me to like a question I got for you, Vern. Oh Lord. What do you have? Do you have a sex bag?
0: Red light disco. I'm <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> for those God. who do not know, that is the safe word of the podcast. But I I am actually comfortable with talking about it. Yes, I do have a sex bag. And in there I have uh a dildo, uh, which I don't use mm-hmm. for myself. That thing is too big. I, oh hell no. Um mm-hmm. I need to get a new collar uh, because the current collar I have is the collar I have for my ex and we're not Mm -hmm. doing that. Um, I really need to do that. Right. Um, Then I have some cat ears somewhere. Uh, Mm. uh, uh, One of those feathers, a whip, um, one of the, a flog, um, Mm. a couple masks, uh, but the masks are for um, Sebastian. Huh?
1: Oh, I thought it was for sensory play. Like, you know, like you blindfold somebody, and your
0: height senses get heightened. I need to get some of those, honestly. Um, what else? I want to get some more, I need to get some cock rings I also want to get um some anal vibe um anal vibrators. Um, well, hmm. prostate stimulators, that's the word. Uh, gotcha. I kind of want to get the rose. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because oh, for those who do not know. Get toys for your partners who own vaginas, like the Volvo owners. They do. They toys help you and them. Mm -hmm. So get those. Um, So that would be a great reason to get the. um, Here's here's a life hack for somebody who somebody who enjoys oral. And do not know how to find the G spot, <laughs> so here we are having this down conversation. You know, I've taught so many uh, women how to find their G spot. It's, it's ridiculous how many. Uh, this was through conversation, not through act. But oh, okay. So, during the sexual act, and that person's aroused, uh, you do not actually have to go that far to find it. It is literally at the tip, uh, the top portion. It's about uh, half an inch, actually uh, half to a full inch uh, within the vaginal canal. When you find that, touch that a little bit, you know, rub that a little bit while also massaging her uh, or their clitoris uh, and you will get a reaction, okay? Now, if you have the rose, practice with that. Know how that works. Use that as well as stimulate the G-spot, and then use your tongue to outline the vulva. And then mm-hmm. use, this is going to be weird, um, mm-hmm. depending on how you're holding it, or even just your lips, find a way to apply pressure on one side of the vulva. This is not meaning bite down, but apply mm-hmm. a little bit of pressure, kind of like suction. The, the clitoris itself is kind of a bowl, is larger than you think it is. The side, those side lips, if you massage those the right way, you're also massaging the vulva, okay? I mean, the clitoris. Mm -hmm. And there might be some toxic shit that happened after that. (laughs) So, (laughs) because we... (laughs) When you please somebody the right way and they get super hooked after that because they're going to expect you to be bringing that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Be careful what you do. This is not something that you will do on someone that you're hooking up with for the one time. Don't do the toxic shit. You do not... I don't know. I understand some people say that I always deliver a quality dick. No, listen. That's how you end up with problems. Sometimes you Mm -hmm. have to go into situations to give them B quality dick because you know that you're at this casual hookup just to get the nut. Mm. If 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 they are giving you a quality energy feel free to reciprocate because they know they're trying to put it down to put it down because they got, they have to, they're here to compete, okay? Mm-hmm. If this person is not trying to compete and you're mostly just pleasing them, give them B quality. You don't want that shit. You do not want that shit because they will get hooked. <laughs> they're going to ask you, they, they're they going to ask you, so when are we going to see each other again?
1: Oh, I hate that question so much. <laughs> Oh, um, God, I, I hate that know. question.
0: i <laughs> like, <laughs> oh uh, huh? What? I, I'm hey, sorry. <laughs> do not, do not engage with someone. Never mind, I'm not even going to get into that topic. We were talking about what's in my fucking bag. I think that Why? is the majority of the things that is in my bag at this moment.
1: Uh, okay. Well, me personally, I have uh, Ooh, some yeah. handcuffs in there. Um, You know, okay, so you remember when uh, Fifty Shades of Grey like had their whole thing and whatever That horrible. i actually oh. yeah i picked up the handcuffs from that because i was like i ain't got no handcuffs i need some and these are designed for sex play kind of sort of so i was like yeah fuck it why not um i have a lush vibrator in there for my uh mm. partner i have engaged in a little bit of a you know public play with that it's amazing um yeah i'm gonna say this like i love seeing a girl like just oh i don't oh, oh. And i was just like <laughs> You, you, what? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. (laughs) Um, what else do I have in there? I have rope. Um, I want to get into Shibari, but I don't really have a partner for that. Mm. It's more the aesthetic for me. So, like, you know, when I find a partner that's aesthetically pleasing, I'm like, I gotta tie you up. That's when I'll be like, all right, it's time to really practice. Um, not to mention I got any time, like, shit. Mm. Um, what else do I have in there? I have a flavored lube. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's mostly for me, cause like honestly speaking, like vaginas just are like there. <laughs> like everybody has a different. I like sweet taste, so like if it's sweet, I'm like, all right, cool, like bet. But it's a specific type of sweet that I like. If that makes mm. sense. It makes sense. Um, yeah, and also condoms, like obviously, towelettes, pH balanced towelettes. Like for me, like dudes. Pro pro tip get you some tablets that are ph balanced because you did gonna thank you and she gonna thank you like right? um and then also lube
0: of course of course of course see i i I, <clears throat> I went down my kink bag and not just my whole bag my whole bag has a little bit less things in there um, <laughs> whole bag is where i have my lube flavor lube of course uh, I, I also mm-hmm. like an- another pro tip, like you said with the vagina, if you are a person who likes to eat ass, you can always use flavored loot so you can enjoy the place that, where you are. Um, mm-hmm. Flavor that shit, people. For those who are um, vulva owners, owners, flavor the shit, flavor it. Um, mm-hmm. It's okay. Let somebody know, oh, today I'm tasting like strawberries, and I mean that shit, and I'm okay. I'm going right. to enjoy it anyways. I came here right. to eat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I came for a feast, baby. Let
0: me get up in there. Look, just give me that. Give me what you used, so I could put some down more down there and continue to enjoy. Like It's okay. Um, mm-hmm. Be careful, though. Taste the lube yourself to make sure it tastes the way that you want it to, because some just only smell the way, but don't taste that mm-hmm. way. So, um, what else? Of course, condoms. I have so many condoms up in there. I just continue to buy more and more condoms. I just need to be on somebody's registry where I just continue to just receive those. Not that I'm using them that much, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know you have to have those Um, right I also keep lotion in there Um, Mm -hmm. that's mostly just for myself Uh, I also like Mm -hmm. to carry scents with me because I uh, do like to smell um, great in a sexual encounter and after a sexual encounter Um, Mm -hmm. the same way I smelled when I left the house is the same way I'm smelling when I'm coming back Um, so if you are a cheater there you go
1: (laughs) 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 oh shit not a cheater
0: i don't cheat though but that's for those who do that's a good way for you to smell the same way when you come back into the house Mm. hacks hacks um but i think that's what else yeah i think that's it oh some deodorants in there um yeah that's all i have in my whole bag i I should put some clothes in there
1: listen i got when it depends on like if I plan on staying the night. Normally, I don't like spend like I'm that kind of person that's like I don't want to spend the night over this person's house oh, no. because I never get a good quality sleep. Like, Facts. shit, if I spend a night, I'm going rounds. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm doing rounds. <laughs> Man, now that's gonna make me ask a question. Have you had uh not twenty four hours since, but full night of sex? I have not. Um. I did.
1: I I did. However, so like consent is everything. People never do something without somebody's consent. Um, Me and this girl I was talking to at the time, I should say woman, this woman I was talking to at a certain time, she was like, I've never had somebody wake me up, you know, to sex before. And I was like, all right, I know what I need to do. So like that night, when first time we ever had sex, right? I was like, I've never done that myself. So I said, okay, First round was done, second round was done, and she fell asleep. Mind you, she's all colored, colored over me and stuff like that. This was during the summer, and I don't really mess around with small girls. So, you know, two big bodies together. a lot some, of heat. And yeah. And I was just like, bro, I'm hot. I can't sleep very well. Let me just go ahead and, you know, wake this girl up real quick. Rolled over, woke her up with some, some good dick, laid it down. She would fail back asleep. And I was like, that was kind of fun. I'm gonna start
0: doing that from now on with consent, of course. So yeah. Fuss with it. I fuss with it. I think uh I've done that once. I've done that once. Don't do that often though. Mm-mm. Cause I if I'm not in the mood, mm-hmm. yeah, I I'm I'm an evil person in the morning. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> boy
1: let me tell you like i don't know what it is but like when you when i get it's like a specific switch that flips like if i get into demon time like if all vets are off i'm gonna either make you jump through hoops or something i'll make you bark like a dog like something gonna happen <laughs> i'm
0: done oh god we had gone through so much shit (laughs) 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 through this damn episode I'm here for all of it so I think it's about that time to go ahead and close out this episode y'all have learned way too much about myself and Hakeem during this episode um Mm -hmm. and y'all got plenty of tips a lot of homework that y'all need to do um Seriously, y'all need to do some of those things that we said, like literally do those things. Like
1: mm-hmm. it'll make it a better.
0: <laughs> and if you decide to do those things, let us know how it turned out for you. Remember, consent is important too. So make sure you have consent before you do these things. But uh, oh, and if you are going to be using toys with someone, make sure these are clean toys and you um, switch out your toys with every new partner, okay? that's 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 the rule okay uh even if you mm-hmm. use condoms on them um definitely use condoms with your toys too um
1: mm-hmm.
0: most definitely mm-hmm. if you're not cleaning them properly that's another mm-hmm. way of spreading some diseases out here okay um, yep. be smart be healthy and be safe um uh, mm-hmm. with all of that being said thank you all so much for listening to the haliluki podcast where we step out and talk about sexuality uh, we appreciate you so much for joining us and listening to our podcast like subscribe comment share us with uh, to your network your friends all the other good shit uh hakeem is there any last words that you would like to share
1: um yeah you know stay safe out there people you know do your homework make sure you out here shining living life as you can um also check your insurance for your mental health providers who are, you know, within your HMO or whatever kind of insurance you have, uh, all physicians, doctors, uh, counselors, so on and so forth can operate on a sliding scale so they can work with your income. And don't be afraid to say that you have a problem. Like we all got problems. We all, we all got problems. Like, come
0: on, Mm. we adults, you know, I know I'm supposed to be ending the episode, but I'm going to actually piggyback on that because <clears throat> I'm actually going to do something in June um, for everyone mm-hmm. who does follow the political, political uh, podcast. Uh, oh, I said that completely wrong. I'm thinking political and I'm sorry. Say <laughs> say oh my God. I'm so sorry. I don't know my own show. Oh, okay. For those who do follow the hello podcast, because um, last year I actually recorded this because I, wanted to record to know exactly what was going on with me mentally um but i have a recording of when i was going through a very severe mental breakdown from um dealing with a lot of stress for my job um society issues you know insurrection shit trump 2020 Mm. 2021 a lot of bullshit that was going on in my life at the time Mm. losing family members i just broke down so in june i'm actually Mm -hmm. going to post the audio recording of what uh, I was saying at that time is about 50 or so minutes. Um, mm. <clears throat> for anybody who do want to listen to that, it's going to be completely unedited. I haven't mm. listened to listened to it and I don't plan on listening to it until next year, uh, the two years mm-hmm. after that. So I, <laughs> two years removed from it so I can reflect on that then. Mm-hmm. But um, So I will be uploading that to show that not everyone it is okay to seek help. It is okay to get your mental health right. And not everybody is doing well. So Mm -hmm. just putting that out there. Um, but again, thank you so much for being an amazing person. I appreciate you, Hakeem. Y'all thank y'all so much for listening On that note. You are loved. I appreciate you all. And I'll see y'all next episode. Peace.